0: This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway.
1: It is honor to welcome to the show uh, the legends that are Kelly and Richard from the Stereophonics. Guys, welcome. Good hello, afternoon.
0: Hello. How are you? We're good. good, good. We're yeah. good. How are you guys? Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. good. Nice to be out.
1: Is it? Do you enjoy doing it? I mean, obviously, you have to speak to chumps like me and Richie. To you know, obviously, new album out and all that kind of. Thing. Do you enjoy that side of it, or is it one of the worst bits doing the kind of the, uh, the, the press call? <clears throat>
0: Well, the record I keep—I keep thinking the record's out. It's been so long hanging on the shelf, so um, <laughs> I needed a bit of convincing to let me know that it wasn't out yet. No, it's nice to come and speak to whoever, to be honest. After the last few years, yeah, it's,
2: good, it. it's good fun just being out of any building. It's it.
3: nice to get out, isn't it? You yeah. were—you were my last night out before everything shut down. I was at the uh, the O2 in oh, right. March 2020, um, and and th- and then for two years, I can remember just saying to people, Stereophonics is my <laughs> last night out." <laughs> so, yeah. You were actually. Um, a a nice little anecdote to give to people over a a rubbish two years but like how do you how do you guys keep like active over those two years you you obviously looking forward to releasing Mm. songs again and then playing again but how do how on earth do you stay match fit regarding like writing and singing and playing well, we haven't played since then. We played the O2 again uh, March.
0: No, two, two year, years, yeah. yeah. yeah yes. Oh wow! Yeah, so it's been it's been two years of no shows. We did a cluster of shows in in November. It was like an anniversary of, of Just for Education performing a very small theatre thing. But um, do you practice like in in your room, rehearse, spare
1: room type of stuff? Uh,
0: yeah, no, we, re- <laughs> we we rehearse once a week with the boys when we can. Uh, yeah. they all come into town. Um, but, yeah, it's a weird one. We didn't do anything for the first year. I didn't anyway. We no, just, just about,
2: about eight months of nothing happening, and then we slowly got back into rehearsals, and then about yeah. May last year we were in the studio. We went down, there. Yeah.
1: So I guess, you know, there is a lot of rigmarole with... Um Band practice on band yep. practice nights. You probably yep. got it on the fridge. Yep. <laughs> Wednesdays and Thursdays, whatever. But like, uh, did you, you? I guess sometimes when you have all that stuff taken away from you, you would never moan again about having to lug your amp down the stairs or you know no, I, your turn to go to the corner shop.
0: It was just great to get all the boys in the crew together as well, you know. Because yeah. people forget in the industry, all the boys who were driving or lugging gear or, or the techs, You know, all those people. It's kind of it's a very hand to mouth kind of industry. Like Do we, we look after?
1: Do we look after the arts? We didn't look after the arts really, we didn't did we? really Look after no, the arts. Really. For very well
0: no, mm. particularly the people behind the scenes. So it was really good to get together and it was good for the camaraderie with everybody. We all had a good laugh. We were learning loads of cover versions and just I am a knock about really learning Tom Petty's catalogue pretty much. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was good, right? Have
1: you got have you got comedy songs sometimes that you play that you never play live but you comedy muck, songs. Yeah. Let you muck yeah, about we, with.
0: Yeah, we do a few uh, we do a few
3: David Coverdale rip to to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> but they're laughing. But yeah, they love song. <laughs> uh, you're not short of songs on the album, 15 tracks. You're not sewing yeah. up after 25 years. No, well, we didn't mean to even make an album. We went in to find a couple of
0: songs for, like, a, maybe a 25-year compilation record. How do you make an album by mistake? Well, we we started looking through songs that we hadn't finished or, or hadn't released, because... I never really think of songs as being old or new songs because they're always going to be new by the time they're And some songs. They don't fit on the project you're working on and then they kind of go on to the next one. You know, I I, kind of see them as, you know, a team of, or a squad of some players sitting on the bench and they're waiting like for it. their moment to shine Song on the pitch. rotation. As an Everson you know. fan, I'd
1: rather not talk about football, but yeah. thanks for that. Well, I'm an
0: Leeds <laughs> fan, so let's not go <laughs> there. Well, we'll, oh.
3: we'll
1: go down and yeah. going down together. Yeah. Um, I think the thing we're all dancing around at the moment is is actually pronouncing the album's title, which oh, I'm yeah. a little bit scared I thought Richie might do it first. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to copy <laughs> ucha. him. Ucha, ucha. Where that's does that come it. from? What is that? I don't know, it's a
0: senseless word that doesn't mean <laughs> I thought it was gonna
1: be some kind of like there's um, yeah. a meaning and stuff.
0: In about two thousand and four when we were making the album Dakota's on, I, I remember writing the word ooch on a on a bit of tape on the desk, and I probably wanted it to sound like Ray Winston or Paul in my head. <laughs> and I completely forgot about it. And then um I thought a uh, Rolling Stones "Guru" and Aerosmith pump and Green Day Dookie and I thought all these senseless words because I thought it was going to be like some sort of compilation record but it became a compilation or a great sets of songs but they're all new songs instead of a catalogue
1: Yeah Oh, wow. And in terms of, you know, we've been talking about um, lockdown and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I put, Kelly, I'd put your voice in the same category as, say, Liam Gallagher's voice, kind of a night out voice, which is fantastic. It's beautiful, <laughs> loads of depth to it and all that kind of thing. But uh, Liam has changed the way that he sung. He's had to protect his voice as his uh, career has gone on. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you have you had to adjust the way, the way that you sing? Because you, you give it all when you perform live. How do you protect the voice like that?
0: Uh... You just have to put more work into it, unfortunately. There's a lot more prep, you know. When I was younger, I would stay up all night, and if I could... My falsetto worked in the morning, I felt I was match fit for the night (laughs) ahead. But now there's a lot of preparation involved to actually do the show, so... Yeah. You know, you're playing two and a half hours on stage now with 12 albums' worth of material, and they're all very, very different vocally, so...
1: Because I, I read that you were doing the whole. I've seen Liam Gallagher do it as well. He was like blowing a straw into like bubbling liquid. Yeah, I've done. You've been that. at that as well. What is that?
0: It strengthens uh, the the muscles in your throat without straining them before they're ready to. It's a bit like warming up before we can go for a run. Ah, we should do that before the show. We should yeah, get on yeah. the bong each. <laughs> <Yeah>. It looks. <laughs> it it does look like look you're on a bong. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so the kids walk in the room. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs>
2: it's, not think, it's,
0: not, it's not what you think, kids. It's
3: not what you think. Twenty five years, quarter of a century. Um, do you do you get? Do you like sometimes when you when you say that you get daunted by the amount of time that has actually been passed now and that, that you've been doing this yeah it, it is when you look
2: back because you we're always moving forward we never mm. kind of look back at what we've done in the past until somebody kind of brings it up and that's when you go wow it but you been can't not long. bring
3: up 25 years that's I mean you've, you guys would have seen bands come and go and, yeah. and, and, and here you still are it's a great thing
0: no, it's been amazing. Like I said, you know, 12 albums. Um, we've played with everybody that we've grown up and loved with. You know, watched all these bands from the side of the stage. We've had... And thankfully, on every record, we've had a couple of big hitters. It's not like we've depended on some album from the nineties and carry our career through. So every album has brought in a new audience. So it's been unbelievable, really. You know, I remember when we were kids. People say the Stones have been together for twenty years, and you think twenty years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but you guys still, you look good. You don't look that different to how you did right at the beginning. You know, like you must have people on your your if you're on Facebook that like in your year at school, you think yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, Tom, <laughs> <laughs> stay here. You look like an old fella. We do that once a week. Yeah, do you know what I mean? We always look at this like you. Yeah, <laughs> letting the side down, do you know what I mean? But you both look... Well, is yeah. there is there a key to this, your success?
0: Uh, I used to say Welsh water, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I go back home and see my mates from school... <laughs> Um <laughs> you know I mean, won't be your mates anymore. <laughs> that, I
2: mean, they've lived the life
0: of them, <laughs> That's what it is.
1: But you had your first ever talking about you know going back to Wales and all that kind of thing. Your first gig uh, was at a working men's club, right? Yeah. So I guess no venue or, or or atmosphere can intimidate you if you've you've gone and played kind of rock music at a working men's club. What was yeah. that like? Uh
0: I did my first gig in a working men's club. When I was twelve. Wow. And, and Stuart was uh probably about 15 he was three or four years older than me maybe and rich was i was in school richard richard joined the band when he was about 18. There was lots of different bands in between but that particular he wanted
1: one. to get his a-levels done first yeah yeah. Well,
0: yeah he was in the snooker most of almost <laughs> um, playing the bandit <laughs> um but Workman's club it gives you a, a proper um upbringing really and you know a grounding and if if you can't entertain that audience you're not gonna entertain anybody really you know it's it's real and you know, you got to try to stop them Turning away or reading the South Wales Echo whilst you're playing on <laughs> stage, so they, they can see through all the gimmicks. I bet, yeah. I bet, I mm, bet. Yeah. Yeah. We had to leave straight after the show because we were too young to drink <laughs> legally. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and, uh, put our gear on a trolley and push it down the street because we were too young to drive as well. <laughs>
3: Amazing. Uh, but of all the different venues that you've you've then gone on and played since places like that, whether mm. it be uh, indoor arenas or massive stadiums or or some kind of sort of like outdoor bowl or that kind of stuff, if there was one place if you only had one more one more place to play where where would you want to go back to what's what's your favorite
0: um i think for, for me it was like playing stuff like Stade de france opening for the rolling stones or something like that i'd like mm. to go back to do something like that and just take it in uh-huh. because it was it was it was just mind-blowingly ridiculous and you know you can't quite you can't quite accept it's happening really you know um
3: is that the band you're playing before or the venue or both the band we're playing before, probably, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. But yeah, because you're walking around and, you know,
0: Charlie Watts is knocking about in catering, giving people a little quiet <laughs> b- about what they're doing, you know, are <laughs> you standing about yeah, you know, What's your job? You should be all there, shit. You know. So I, re- I read, read an interview
1: with you talking about um, at a party with, uh, was it with Ronnie Wood playing snooker with Ronnie Wood and Ronnie O'Sullivan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So aside from that, what was the most bizarre, for the pair of you, the most bizarre celebrity situation that you've, you've been in?
0: Um... Well, that was pretty bizarre. That um, was pretty bizarre. Yeah. Um, there's been quite... I mean... Mick Jagger came in the dressing room that time we were doing the Stones gig, and he started. He went up to Richard's wife, and he said, hey, are "You singer," huh? and she goes, "No, you dancer." He goes, "No, why?" And I said, Mick is Richard's wife." Oh, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> 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 um, this is um, a, a talent that has uh, not normally come out. This this Which impressionist um, Oh, Yeah, yeah it's, it's
0: a lot better after a few beginners. <laughs> 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 well, that's just
3: after water. So you could come on. Can, and...
1: Yeah, Steve Coogan, watch out. Yeah, yeah, do twenty minutes of that before the main gig some impressions uh, did you guys watch the um the beatles get back documentary yeah, we watched. Yeah. It. yeah. So, what did you think? It was really interesting to see the kind of mechanisms of how songs are written mm. behind the scenes. You never normally see that with the Beatles. No. And basically, it was Macca having to turn into a bit of a dictator and get get stuff over the yeah. line because you can't. I guess you can't have total democracy in a band. Otherwise, you'd never do anything. You, yeah. Yeah. But you can't also be scared of like hurting people's feelings a little bit. Uh, so, how does it work in the stereophonics? Is it, is it pure democracy, or does one of you have to have the final say, or how does it go? It's, it's
2: kind of both sometimes you yeah. know sometimes a song is formed with everybody in the room and sometimes the song is formed like somebody bring it in and go right this this is the song yeah i need to you know like do this to that and this to that and you just got to treat it as an individual song don't put you know like personal feelings you know like in oh i might not have as much say on to it, and just work for the song really, because that's what it's about. Get that that song in the shape, best shape it possibly can be.
1: because It's weird the the world of kind of ideas and stuff. Because you know, if you if you work in like an office or you're an accountant or whatever or an architect, you it, people are aware of those kind of debates yeah. you would have over a boardroom. But when it comes to, I guess, the same a little bit like what we do with, with radio ideas or, or writing songs, it's quite hard to explain to someone who's not involved in the industry what, what it's like sometimes to have an idea that you know, you think, oh, that that could work in the future. Yeah. But it's, it's like a bargaining well, situation, the song, was,
0: isn't it? The, the song ultimately is the boss. There's, there's always going to be, you know, uh, a band member at particular times who uh, have got more energy than others who are trying to push things forward more so or whatever um but uh, i mean we're really fortunate we've been in a band since we started really and everybody genuinely gets on yeah and we go out for a pint and we you know we work hard together we and you know, we go out and have a good time together you know it's it's pretty rare to be honest not most most bands don't um, they start off that way, but then it all kind of falls apart, but we, we what's are. the What's the
1: slippery slope with that? Because people start to get their own, is it like own dressing rooms, own trailers, or like when, when do you start to kind of, you well, know, yeah, diverge? We're,
0: we're, some of them travel completely separately, different hotels. Different buses. Different yeah. buses. Oh, all, really? All, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all been on the same bus, you know, we, we stay in the all same hotels, you know, we, we rehearse every week, all the boys in the crew have been with us for 25 years. You know, Take it's, turns it's
1: been, being shotgun at the front. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah <laughs>
0: exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, it's like uh, it's it, you know you, you have to remember it's being on stage the two and a half hours, but the other bit is living with each other. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's probably more important than the actual performing
3: in many ways, you know. Yeah. And um, one of the songs on the album, Right Place, Right Time, I was mm. listening to. Um, it's interesting you talk about like how close you guys are as a band and and, and personal feelings. That felt like, a, unless my maths was wrong. Mm. It, that felt like a really, really personal record because I think you talked about three girlfriends in one song. I did, yeah. Which is uh, <laughs> which is, which is brave. I don't think
0: that's ever been done before. <laughs> three girls, one song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't realise that till I'd finished it. <laughs> um, but it's a
3: it's a beautiful song. It's, but yeah. it's so personal.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a song that kind of came about from... I don't know where it, I... was walking all day that day from... I was down the King's Road. I think I just had my first Covid jab and I was walking, looking for some artwork inspiration in the Saatchi Gallery and I, I was walking up the street. It was one of those hot days we had in the summer. And I ended up on a roof terrace and when I was having a drink and I was just writing verse after verse. And it, I suppose if there's any song on the album that's it's not about the pandemic, but it's about reflection from the time you have in a pandemic, I guess it's a song kind of saying, how did I get here, really? So it's about... Those stepping stones and destiny and serendipity—how you met one person they got you to the next person. I mean, I could still be there right now. You know, I, I mentioned a few people in there, but mm. it could be going on forever. But how many girls song? is it, Kelly? I, I, I don't mean the girls. Oh, right, okay, I see. I, I, <laughs> I also talk about my uncles a boxing, referee. I talk about yes. Stewart, you know, It's a lot fine. It's fine. Yeah, we get it. It wasn't many girls. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, I mean, so, there's, the ones in there on board <laughs> giving children. <laughs> <laughs> well, two of them anyway. Let's just
3: stop there. Let's yes, leave that there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a really beautiful song. It right? is a beautiful song. <laughs> <laughs> we did, yeah, don't, yeah.
1: He's ruined yeah. it. He's slightly ruined it. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously we were talking about the lockdown and people developed, uh, you know, hobbies and, and, you know, I guess you have like days when you're touring and you have downtime and you've got to get used to that in a band. Have you? What's the most uncool thing both you guys are into? I don't mean uncool and kind of weird, but I mean in terms of like untrendy, people wouldn't. Know about you, what kind of stuff do you uh, do?
0: I painted the garden gate pink. Did you? I did, yeah. <laughs> I quite like pink, it's nice, nice
1: color for it. Uh,
2: That's
0: nice. What else do we do? I don't
1: know. Are you into like uh, making airfix models or tracing the family tree or whittling?
2: I'd like to trace the family tree. I started doing that Wordle thing. Did you? Which I don't think is very rock and roll, but... <laughs> Richie does it's Wordle. a challenge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do do Wordle. Let's go into a little Wordle uh, mine Wendell. here. Do you feel that it's got harder over the last couple of weeks? Because I certainly do. I only started in the last couple of weeks.
2: So. <laughs> right, you missed the easy it ones, was mate. Easy. <laughs>
1: I'm going to reverse back. Go backwards. So yeah. so he painted the garden fence, you're uh, into Wurtle.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I suppose the most un-rock and roll thing has just been... Family in it, being the father yeah. and doing that, and you know. But aside from that, I'm, I've never really had hobbies I've always been just. have done my music, and I've done the family. That's probably as far as I go. Do some training and all the rest of it. Punch a bag in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> a punch bag, not the bin bag. <laughs> <laughs> I have kicked the bin a few times. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, I kicked the bin a few times. Yeah, <laughs>
1: fantastic. Well, <laughs> well, listen, we uh, the album's amazing. If if you people are thinking, right, I'm going to have a listen to that tonight when I get home. What one thing would you like them to take away from the new album?
0: well it has got 15 songs on and i've never really been that indulgent with a record choice before but it was two years of no music and it was going really good in the studio so i think the album is very very eclectic it's a bit like a compilation it's a bit like a mixtape so one song is not going to give you what the album is. It's very all over the place, so... Mm.
1: Is that hard these days, though, with Spotify, when people just pick a song out? Like, you know the album... I used to have an album, like, start, middle and end, and you Mm. you worked that through like a set list. I guess it's different now, though, isn't it? Well,
0: this is a bit like that. I mean, I can't not do records like that. I still pick... Side one and side two, and all that, you know. What's we'll that? You know, I, I just think of everything as back in black. Side one's got to start with Elsbell side two's got to start with back and black. <laughs> you know, and if you've got more than our songs in there, then you're in trouble, then you've got to try to do it twice. <laughs> I think the, song,
2: the songs hold up, you know, like by themselves as well, which is really good. And you know, like when they do go on these various playlists, that's that's when they'll stand the test of time as well. Yeah, mm.
1: fantastic. Well, listen, go and listen to it. It's superb. Uh, Kelly and Richard, Stereophonics, thank you so much. Thank you thank for having you. Us. Cheers, guys. Thank, thank you. you.
3: there you have it our full chat with kelly and richard from the stereophonics their new album is out now and we have a vinyl copy signed by the boys to give to you all you have to do is answer this question from the podcast what color did kelly paint his garden gate during the lockdown Email hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk with your answer and we will randomly select one winner by Thursday the 10th of March. Good luck!
0: This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.